0: broadcasting live from the business Radio X Studios in Atlanta Georgia it's time for Midtown business radio
1: welcome to Midtown business radio I'm your host today Michael Lauer and we have an excellent show for you guys make sure you stay for the whole thing later on we'll be visiting with Amber and with Robin but first we're gonna visit with Chad and Benjamin with hop in top how are you guys doing today doing great how are
2: you doing doing how very very well so what is hop and top? Uh, Hop and Top is an internet marketing firm here in Atlanta. Uh moved down from Philadelphia before Thanksgiving and uh, decided to bring it down to Atlanta and uh, show the South what we're all about.
1: Cool. So you actually started Hop Top in Philly.
2: Sure did. Sure did. Now I have warmer weather and uh, nicer people to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the South, right?
1: So uh, what prompted you to move from Philly?
2: Um, Literally just really wanted to get to the nicer weather um i love philadelphia with all my heart um great people uh, great city to be in people are a little rude but um that's okay you know sometimes you just have to move to find uh, find you know homeless where the heart is
1: so you, you moved for a lifestyle choice not for a business aspect
2: i did i did sure did um how have you found that the business community is different from philadelphia and atlanta or if at all um, it is much different as a matter of fact. And the fact that, um, you know, business takes just a tad bit longer here, but I think it's actually better because you get to understand the people more mm-hmm. and okay. understand their brand a lot more as well.
1: Okay. So you maybe know the companies
2: more, but the gears move a little bit slower. Yeah, but it's not, it's not like it's two months slower. It's just, just, just a couple of days slower.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a really important follow up question here that uh,
2: I, I really want to ask you is, are you a Braves fan yet? I am not a fan of baseball, unfortunately. Okay. I know the Phillies and Braves are both great teams. I am an Eagles fan to the fullest. All right. Actually, funny thing. My brother-in-law has not missed a home game for the Eagles since
0: 1985. Wow. Wow.
2: Yeah, wow. yeah he's a diehard fan. That's crazy. Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> so when did you start Hop and Top?
2: Uh, actually, I started Hoppin' Top three years ago, um, and the reason was because I had an insurance company and I hired other companies that do SEO and they just did not deliver. Mm -hmm. So I taught myself how to do it. Um, so by doing that, I was extremely successful with the health insurance company, actually the 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 fourth largest health insurance brokerage online. And so when I sold that after Obamacare went through, I decided to make the internet marketing company since I got such great results.
1: So did the health insurance company, did you start that as well or were you just an
2: employee there? I did. Uh, I started the insurance company myself. Uh, I found the need that people needed to go quote online and see exactly, you know, what plans that they'll be getting. Um, so with that, you know, you get leads, you get to call people and you get to talk to people and get to know them as well. But the funny thing was, was that, you know, just trying to, you know, obviously I didn't know anything about internet marketing. I had an insurance company. Um, so when I hired these people, I went online, I, I looked online just like everybody else does, and when I hired them, I even was still living at my parents' house and decided to forego moving out to hire these people. And they just didn't deliver. So I'm thinking to myself, well, if they're not going to deliver, I got to do it myself. How are they falling short?
1: Like, what were they delivering on so people could at home kind of get a bearing on what your expectation it, was?
2: It's it's just like um, they would continually see promise and promise and promise that they would get you to the top, and they just didn't do it. So when I figured out that they couldn't do it, I said, well, I'm just going to do it myself, and that's what I did. And being that I was able to get on top for individual health insurance and health insurance quotes, which is very, very competitive term. yeah, the second most competitive term online. Um, I just decided that, hey, if I can do it for myself – And I know I'm not alone with other people hiring these people. I'm going to go help other businesses and actually get them the results that they deserve. So before you started your first business and your second business, what were you doing? Oh, my. Um, I was uh, in school for finance and economics. Um, I stopped going to school after I got my bachelor's, and I was uh, selling for other brokerages. Um, the corporate industry was not very nice to me. Actually, my, 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 <laughs> yeah, my first introduction, my first week in, in corporate was uh, I got more sales than anybody else. And my sales manager forgot to report my sales. So he got a okay. uh, $1,000 gift card instead of me. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of what happens. And I decided, well, I'm going to break off after three months, you know, get some training in the insurance industry. And that's what I did. And I um, was actually unsuccessful for two years. I made that website and I, I became a success.
1: So your success started with your own company, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sold that mm-hmm. after Obamacare, and then you started a second company, Hoppin' Top. Yes, sir. And it's been Hopping Top and all the way- All the way to the top.
2: There's only all one right. number one, sir.
1: So the name, kind of give me a little background on the name there.
2: It's very memorable.
1: Yeah, it is. Is it yeah. about hopping to the top of the search engine?
2: Uh, you got it. All right. You made yeah, the connection yeah, right Exactly.
1: There. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what separates you from other SEO companies.
2: So uh, most SEO companies are not providing the results that the client expects, but most importantly, really deserves. And uh, there's so many reasons, but one that really stands out for me personally is that many of these SEO companies uh, really outsource their work. Um, It could be to India, Philippines. There's really nothing wrong with that. However, you can't control what those people are doing, and most likely they they don't get the results. OK, so uh, what we find our goal is to really get to know the brand, which is a top priority for us. And, you know, if you don't study and know what the public wants, you will never see results. And uh, here at Hop and Top, we definitely understand that SEO uh, is an ever changing industry and we need to change with it. And especially the past two years, it's been I mean, Google changed the algorithm at least three times a day. Wow! Minimum. Wow.
1: Minimum. Wow. Well, is there a reason for that? Or Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because the spammers uh, will go out and manipulate Google and they're sick of it. They want to provide real results because what's actually happening is they're not just understanding content anymore. They're understanding context, which is totally different. They're, they're understanding the, the, the intent of the searcher.
1: So what are some things that you guys do to keep you apprised of Google's you know, algorithm and all that, all that
2: yeah, changing sure. technology? Sure. Well, first things first, you know, our goal is to bring in buyer traffic to clients' websites by engaging the public, and that is exactly what we do. Okay, so um, one of the main things we do for marketing is, of course, getting people ranking highly on Google, uh, creating content that is useful and shareworthy, as well as branding and distributing content through the correct social networks. And one key thing I want to really, really key in on is that we do extensive keyword research. So let's say you have someone searching for a Sony 3D TV. The next person searching searching for a Sony 3D TV without glasses. Well, the person that's searching for a Sony 3D TV without glasses is actually ready to buy. They've already done their research. And the reason why they even did that search in the first place is because Google, as you're ty- typing in Sony 3D TV, you type in the letter W, it then t- tells you to search that. So if you write an article about it, you're going to get that buyer traffic, and they're going to come buy your Sony 3D TV like without glasses. However much that costs, I'm sure it's a great cost. Right. Um, but anyway, you know, if, if you can do the keyword research to bring in the buyer traffic, you will win. And people are getting smarter; they're doing longer searches. Me and Ben were just talking about this the other day. Absolutely. You know, people aren't just searching two words anymore. I mean, how, how do you search?
1: Yeah, I mean, with complete sentences almost now, because I mean, like you said, Google's getting so smart to the point that I can be more specific with my search without being like, oh, this isn't even close to what I'm looking for.
2: Yeah. yeah. So does
1: that make your job easier or harder? <laughs>
2: um, it's, never <laughs> it's never been easy. It's never uh, <laughs> been easy. But you know what, though? Our, our biggest competition is ourselves, And um, that's really important because it just pushes us farther and farther to the edge of great marketing. So you feel like your destiny is really in your own hands with this kind of stuff? It is. It is. And um, as long as you're doing things correctly, uh, you will get on top. And, and it's, it's actually funny. I was, I was with um, a prospect of mine I'm going to see today, actually, who's going to sign up. Um, and they said, you know, w- when you say optimize my website, what does that mean? Are you just going in and fixing the pages? Because he, he was he was um, interviewing with another company as well. I said no, that's actually not exactly what it is. Um, yes, we are, are going to go optimize your website, but it's also making links to the website, and as, as far as other things like social uh, sharing and stuff. Now, if you have a store and you have two, uh, if you have two roads passing your store, that's great. If you have four roads passing your store, that's great as well. But if you have hundred roads, you're doing great. So as a website, if you have 100 links going past your, your, your website, you're getting more traffic. That's basically a gist of what's going on. So how do you go about creating those links? Uh, there are so many different ways to create links. Um, you can produce great content that people want to link to. That's actually a term called link baiting. Um, you can make business listings. Um, you can do uh, PR like we do, me and Ben. Uh, we'll, as an example, we're, we're doing a blood drive. Okay, with with, with the uh, with the Red Cross here at our office near Atlantic Station, and um, basically what's going to happen is you know we'll send out a press release. There's links, local calendars, links. Uh, we'll, and then we'll, we'll make a blog post. There's internal links, and then during the event, uh, we'll have business owners there, and they'll eventually write about us. There's more links, more links, more mentions, everything. Exactly.
1: So basically, yeah. what you're saying is there's more than one way to tackle tackle every problem, and so by doing it from the most angles, it's be the most effective. Absolutely. And that's something that you guys really specialize in is making sure you look at the problem from every angle and then supply a solution for every angle.
3: Yeah, we really get to know the business. Um, A lot of SEO companies out there are just so worried about you know uh, you know the money coming in. We're worried about who you are, what you're about. We ask leading questions, um, and we put out sticky content that people want to see and want to read about. And I think that's very very important is to really know who your audience is and respect them and listen because so many people are just you know spewing all different kinds of things sure. out there. You really want to know who your audience is. So
1: you're managing and proliferating a company's story. Absolutely. Okay, so what's your function with the company, Ben? I handle the marketing. marketing you handle the marketing, day, okay. And social media. And social media. And, and what's your function, Chad? You're the grand poobah? I grand am poobah.
2: the grand poobah. CEO. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I actually handle all the very sensitive things. Uh, link building is very sensitive. Okay, so if it's not done correctly or Google sees it a certain way, it's not going to be good. Sure. So I, I, the, the most important thing is I do myself, and I'll always be that way.
1: So how many employees do you currently have, actually? You have seven. That's not. I mean, that's that's respectable. I mean, seven yeah. employees. I mean, that, that for especially a comp, uh, for a business that you can do out of your house. That's that's quite a feat. Absolutely.
2: Oh no, this. Oh, well, this isn't out of our house. Oh, right. When, yeah. When I when I first started, it was just me. Right. Mm. Um, and now we we've moved to actually uh, right down the street from Atlantic Station. We're at fourteen sixty five Northside Drive, and uh, I have two uh, employees over in Philadelphia, and uh, the rest are over here. So you guys are definitely growing. Um, so where do you see the projection happening in five, 10, 15 years from now? Honestly, (laughs) yeah. Honestly, I would love to, well, first, let me, let me just say this. I'm I'm a big family man. Okay. So before I left Philadelphia, um, I decided I'm going to go buy a house in St. Kitts for my family so we can all, it's kind of like a family gift so we can all go there and, and reconnect or they can take their children there and, um, you know, all have a great time. But besides that, you know, this is like a midway between Philadelphia and St. Kitts is here in Atlanta. And I would love to have a business that can function on itself and have been managing that and be able to go open other offices, whether abroad or here in the, here in the States.
3: And also just to, you know, continue and grow in the city of Atlanta be a reputable company, um, be honest, and uh, be that place that companies can rely on to drive revenue to their company as well.
1: Sure. Speaking of the companies that you serve, do you feel like you have a wide base of clients, or do you kind of have certain types, or what, what kind of clients do you usually get?
2: They vary. Well, uh, you know, yeah, they definitely vary. Um, I mean, we have people that sell uh, ice melt, or that's safe for pets and kids, to um, people that do fashion, to um, auto rest- auto restorers, to people that. Um, uh, give leads to to trucking companies, sure, um, however, you know one of the things that we see is that we love to take on new uh, new challenges, okay, and anybody that comes to us in any industry not only can we increase their revenue, but their brand awareness, which I think is most important. That's the most
3: important. yeah. Because I mean, SEO is changing now. You know, it's, it's about content marketing and what people are respecting. It's not, you know, going in there and promising and, you know, over-delivering. Uh, excuse me, under-delivering um, and over-promising. And that's what um, a big mistake is about the many SEO companies out there.
1: So you manage expectations
3: and then exceed. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah, and... um the the odd thing is that when we go see uh, prospects, they don't believe what we can actually deliver to them. <laughs> Probably because they dealt with the companies you dealt with. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they no, no. short. it's not just that, it's that, you know, you can actually go into Google and it tells you how many people are searching this word or whatever have you. And I when I go into let's say a roofing company, I say, Well, I can get you fifty leads a month and you can pro- if if you're an okay salesperson, you can get 50% of those sales are yeah. like whoa. I don't know if you can sell yeah. but yeah. <laughs> you leave yeah right. and they're like whoa really you can really get this much business and they're like they say like, I don't believe it so but it, it happens and it happens every day for us yeah so
1: do you find that the majority of your clients are not informed on on SEO at all or do some of them have a basic understanding where, where, where's the ignorance level when you go in and have that
2: conversation oh. with them yeah uh, they probably don't
3: really know what it is
2: and you know what there's I don't want to say there's there's bad articles on the internet but what they do is they try to entice you to buy their product. You right. know, so, so they make it interesting enough to people can sort of understand it then they think they know it all and you're like you don't know what you're talking about Chad but you know what you, you, would you tell a doctor to say you don't know what you're talking about? I was on WebMD yeah. last night and you're wrong. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Screw your eight years of education. yeah. But you know it, I mean I, I write articles as well uh, but my articles are actually tell people what to do if you go on my blog com slash blog i even taught people how to make their own pay-per-click campaign i taught people how to do that thing where i was telling you about the sony 3d tv you know i I, giving away free information in our industry is what gets people new clients you have to be your own expert
1: so speaking of of new clients how do you guys you guys mostly referral how do you guys mostly get your clients
2: uh we get our clients in a lot of ways and you know it's 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 tough for people, you know, because we're not selling cheeseburgers at McDonald's. We're selling steaks over here, you know, because we actually right. get the job done, you know. Um, and you know, for for a very small cost compared to what the compared to the revenue that we'll bring in can bring you on as a client. And you know, we're not we're not asking for a year contract or anything. Right. we're here to help you and, and, and watch you grow. And you know, basically, the more you grow, the more we grow. Yeah.
1: So, do you use your methods that you use for your clients, as far as SEO optimization, on you guys? Obviously, you, I, I would think you do. Is that, is oh, that yeah. your your main source of of, re- of revenue and clients?
2: Uh, it is. It is. Um, of, of course, we're out there. You know, hitting the streets. Um, you know, we're we're out there. Ben went to uh, what was the the small business meetup. Uh,
3: A small business association um, has a great resource for any small business owner, so I would highly recommend going there. Um, We do a lot of meetings face-to-face, phone calls, uh, just a lot of networking and maintaining and building relationships. Hey, Ben, um, tell
2: me about the meetup and the scholarship.
3: Okay, we are having a meetup um, Wednesday March twenty sixth from six to eight um, on how to on how various uh, small business owners utilize social media for their business, um, and then we also did a scholarship, um, and we're partnering with uh, Emory, Georgia Tech, um, Southern Poly, and. Uh, GSU and the scholarship is essentially a contest for students to create their own nonprofit website and get it ranked based on a keyword that we give them. And it is happening over a six month period. And whoever, um, you know, ranks number one or within the first page gets a $5,000 scholarship and then an interview with uh, Hop and Top.
1: That's that's so smart Mm -hmm. on so many different levels for you guys. (laughs) Um, So getting in front of decision makers is pretty important for you guys and getting in front of people that can become clients but more than that become advocates
2: absolutely that's probably top of your list of things to do every day this is day. true this
3: is
1: every true. day well where can people go to learn more about you guys
2: please go to hop and you can uh one of the best things to do on there honestly uh not only to find out more about us but go go to go take a look at the blog we post uh usually every wednesday subscribe to the newsletter and that way you can stay updated on what we do And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram,
3: and Pinterest as
2: well. And don't forget Google Plus. And Google Plus. (laughs) I've I've been telling Ben about Google Plus. You know what's so interesting about Google Plus? You actually control people's search if they become friends with you. So it's kind
1: of like the uh, Uh, targeted marketing.
2: It is, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, uh, and and that's why everyone should come to the meetup. If, if you guys want to learn about this, come to the meetup. I'll be, I'll March be 26th. On March 26th. Yeah. At 6, the office. 10. I've been trying to make my famous Philadelphia hoagies, but Ben won't let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you heard it. Make sure you get out there March 26th. Go to hopontop.com. Follow on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. All, that, all that good stuff, all the social media. And uh, it's been great having you guys in. Thank, Thank you so much. Hey, uh, how about you guys uh, hang around a little bit while we visit with our next guest? That would be great. All right. Next up, we have... Amber Saunders with FailCon Atlanta. How are you doing, Amber? Hi, Amber.
4: Good. How are you?
1: (laughs) Good. So what is FailCon? It's an interesting name.
4: Right. Um, So FailCon was started in 2009 by Cassandra Phillips in San Francisco. And the premise behind the conference is to embrace your failures and learn from them. Essentially, people like to think that business is plug and play. You can copy what someone else did. And there's a lot of different elements that go into a particular business's success. It might be the team, the timing, the whatever. And you can't necessarily copy that because you might not have the same ingredients. But what you can do right. is learn from the mistakes that that company or that person made and avoid them. Sure. And figure out what the ingredients is for your company to be successful. So the conference essentially gets everybody to talk about how they screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um it, whether it be in marketing, whether it be in um obtaining financing from investors, everybody has to let go of their ego and say, Yeah, we messed up. Everybody's screwed up. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> screwed up. Because it, it will make you feel like we had a, a meetup um at Atlanta Technology Village last summer. And students from Georgia Tech were like, I'm so glad you did this because we have everybody come to school and say how they're rock stars. And he was like, I've screwed up and I don't know how to get this stuff done. And I feel bad talking to people because yeah. I don't have that success story to tell. So it makes people, you know, I mean, everybody screws up. There's no reason to sit there and act like, oh, this is probably your fifth company by the time you made this million dollars. <laughs> so, like so, this. True. so true. But if you learn from
0: each one, mm-hmm. then it helps you get to that spot.
4: Exactly. And so it's really case studies. Each company right now we have probably about four speakers There will be a couple more um, added to the roster. But, um, for example, on April 26, Jeff Novich, um, a friend of mine, he got some money from his father to start this company, um, a medical technology company, but he didn't do customer development because his father was a doctor and wanted this technology to help his practice, but these other doctors didn't. So he went through Techstars. He did all this stuff. He talked to all these investors, at the end of the day, he didn't have one person buy it.
1: Mm. Wow Yikes
4: After spending all that money After spending all that time And I mean now he started a different company But he's like look Just because one person wants it Doesn't mean everyone wants it You need to understand your market You need to understand mm-hmm. your clients So that's It's really case studies and failure it So that people don't make it. those same mistakes it's actually a word
2: for that is called buyer persona development And mm-hmm. it's super important Yeah, yeah.
1: Knowing who your, who your target is And what oh, they yeah. want And mm-hmm. how do you solve that problem right? Exactly yeah. So how often do you guys have these conferences?
4: Well it's been in Japan. I mean, it, she licenses the conference okay. out, essentially, to different cities. So if you have a team in a particular city, you tell, give her the plan, then she'll let you um, license it. So, like, for example, a group from Russia is coming to the conference in Atlanta because they want to see it. They'll be wow. here anyway, but they're going to they're see and participate so that they figure out how to do it there. Right. Um, so they've had it everywhere. Um, but this is the first one in Atlanta, and I think the only other place in the South they've had it is North Carolina, and that was last year. Wow. So it'll be the first time that the South – really gets that conversation And are you
1: heading this up are you the host yeah so why did you decide to do this
4: oh because I screw up all the time and I Mm -hmm. wanted to talk about (laughs) it (laughs) um I mean I started so in 2009 I got some seed funding from this organization called 100 urban entrepreneurs to start a test prep company and there was no I didn't have anyone else to ask any questions I was screwing up left and right and everybody looked like they were making all this money and doing all these things right, and I wasn't. And I was like, this is not right. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not me. Like, I I mean, it is me, but at the same time, like, there's got to be something. There's a learning curve. There's something that I'm missing. Um, And so um, I saw... Um, one speech, I can't even remember who it was, but they were talking about how you just have to learn from your failures and things like that. And I was like, well, maybe there's there there has to be a safe place for people to be able to talk about this and they don't feel ashamed right. that they messed up. Right. And so um, last year I had a mixer um, where I had a bunch of people come and talk about... I had Rob Frohwein, who just raised like $62 million for his company, Cabbage, um, talk about how he messed up. And all these people who made all this money who weren't afraid to say, you know what, my first company didn't go well, or this is where we messed up, and then we learned. Um, one guy who had his company like 13 years, and he was like, we screwed up a lot along the way, but he just stuck with it as opposed to abandoning the company. So... um at that meeting, someone told me about Felcon. And so I, once I saw there was a conference, I was like, whoo, I don't have to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> <Let> <laughs> I don't have to screw up again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Let me go talk to Cass. And they already had everything in place. And it be, it had been going well in San Francisco. And the licensing had been going on everywhere. So there wasn't anything for me to start from scratch and figure out. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. So then it's so coming just to Atlanta. got
1: to touch with them, license it out, and got it. There go we go. There. Yeah. So – Learning from failure, I used to play team sports, so I get it. You, you almost learn more from losing than you do from, from winning. Yeah. Um, tell me how this specific conference is so much different than other conferences that entrepreneurs can benefit from. Um,
4: because... I think the focus on... It's almost like this whole thing, is it, it goes along with the lean startup movement. Like, for example, they say fail fast, right? You have the Lean Startup Conference and people are talking about, well, you know, go do this, go do this, but it's not specifically talking about the failure. This is exactly what we did mm-hmm. wrong and this is why. It's like, okay, we'll fail. Okay, well, what does that mean? What am I supposed to do after I fail fast? Like... How do I do I know exactly what's my next right right. like what's the next step how do I overcome it how do I something it's all about growth yeah exactly that's the the main point I mean even to take from your sports analogy my my father played basketball um and every time he was about to play a team before the game they would look at the tape to see how someone played like you have to understand where Mm -hmm. you messed up the last game where what you have to work on what you need to fix so that you can appropriately pivot if you need to or you know a lot of people come up with businesses or ideas and they think that that's what people want because it's, that's what they want to do, sure. right? And they don't mm-hmm. necessarily look at it and see, okay, you know what, this is not really what the market or anybody wants and they can't pivot. You have to look at it, like really analyze the mistake and figure out why you made it so that you can avoid it. Otherwise, you just do the same thing now, over look, and over again. The
3: biggest failure is to never have tried, so.
4: Right.
1: That's right. And I think, you know, you know improvement only comes after self-evaluation, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. You
4: have to be honest about it yeah. and figure it out.
1: So... You think only entrepreneurs can benefit from this? Or maybe anybody can? Anyway, so everybody should come.
4: Everybody should come. I mean, it's geared toward entrepreneurs, developers, investors, like anyone who's interested in growth, really. I mean, it's geared toward that particular group, but there are tons of other people that come. Um, I mean, I probably am adding one particular component that the other ones don't have because I have um, Quinnitha Frazier who does nonprofit and social entrepreneurship talking about failure in that arena because there's a Mm. lot of you know the new buzzword people use buzzwords for stuff all the time social impact stuff what have you whatever you call it um but those companies don't necessarily have metrics Mm. you know like how do you you're doing something you're feeding the homeless you're doing but how do i know that you're how do you know that you're successful how do you know that you're meeting your mission how are you measuring right Right. and that's a, a huge failure in that arena but People aren't necessarily talking about. So she wanted to come be a part of the conference. And that's not necessarily for entrepreneurs. That could be for any nonprofit, any organization that says that they have a particular mission to figure out how to execute that mission more effectively. So anybody can come, really, because it'll teach you tips and specific strategies on how to evaluate whatever it is you're doing.
1: So do you guys have one conference a year? What's the rhythm in in the?
4: There's probably a conference every month somewhere in, in, in the world. I mean,
1: specifically in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta, no,
4: it's once a year, yes. Once right. a year, okay. <laughs> all right, but,
1: but they can, I mean, if they can't get enough of this stuff, they can, you know, is there a website they can go to to, you know, figure out where the next one's playing or where all they're located?
4: Yes, it's Um, um That will list all of the conferences. Okay. Um and then you know it's on Facebook and Twitter. Failcon is on Twitter, that's the main one and then each individual city has Failcon, whatever, Atlanta or Sydney, et cetera. Or whatever the you Mm -hmm. know the The city is. Mm -hmm.
1: So I've gone to the website, I found out where I want to go. So I I I say, Okay, yes, there's one in Atlanta coming up. I'm gonna go to that now. I'm gonna guest. What can I expect?
4: You can expect um to have to participate. Oh, um, it's, that's it's important. It's
1: definitely involuntary participation. You have to participate.
4: Well, I mean, you don't have to, but there's an opportunity for people in the audience to share. Um, right now, we're working with, um, I don't know if any of you have heard of Pecha Kucha, but they're actually kind of cool. They have these um, slides. You tell a story, each person tells a story within 20 seconds. The what is it? Pecha Kucha. Pacha-cucha. Yeah, I don't know if I'm saying it's right. How you spell it? P-E-C-H-A-C-K-U-S-H-A. It started somewhere else, but essentially they have these meetings. They've been having them at Octane where you tell a story about a particular topic in like 20 seconds. So everyone shows oh, pictures wow. that relate to whatever that thing is. So there might be an opportunity for people in the audience to tell a failure story. Through picture Or through You know To explain different things So they have an opportunity To get up and tell their story And share Um, And then Really we're going to talk About various topics So it'll be um, Building relationships Um, A lot of companies Their success is very dependent On partnerships And being able to If they don't have money To particularly Market you know partnerships might be essential for those people to help spread the message or do whatever, so you know how not to fail as far as making the essential partnerships you need, um, developing your customer base or figuring out who your customer is, um, making sure you're you're measuring things appropriately so it'll it will cover every aspect of the entrepreneurship process essentially from start to finish, starting coming up with the idea to trying to come up with some money and trying to get the word out there and how. Other people have failed at doing it, and how you. can I was actually going
2: to ask you about that. How do you sponsor, or where do you go to look up sponsorship for that?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Like, <laughs> um, it's been hard, honestly, because I'm from Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't like to talk about how they screwed up, really. Like, it's been, I believe that. Yeah, it's very even with the new tech community or whatever. Like, Atlanta acts like we. Don't ever mess up. There's a lot of pride here. There is a yes, lot of it. a lot of pride. So when I tell people, oh, we're doing a failure conference, they're looking at me like, are you crazy?
3: Oh, I, I don't need right. to be there.
4: I it's don't like need AA
3: for failures. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Ben and I have a failed
1: business.
4: Right. But when I talk to entrepreneurs, they're excited about it. But these companies don't necessarily, they're like, okay, well, let's see. You do the conference and then I'll decide if I'm going to sponsor next year.
2: You got to spin it, Amber. You got to spin yeah, it. Yeah.
4: So it. the hardest
1: part <laughs> for you is finding sponsors.
4: I mean, it's been interesting. I mean, I've, there's a few people who want to participate, who want to come. But um, I think because we got commitments from um, a lot of the speakers later in the game, they wanted to see who was participating and things like that. Mm-hmm. So of then course. at the right. end, it's like, okay, well, you've already committed certain money. So it doesn't really cost that much. I mean, it's very cheap to rent out Atlanta Technology Village. I don't need that much money to do it. But I'm very particular, I'd say, about which companies to align ourselves with as Absolutely. far as sponsors. Absolutely. Because, you know... I'm not getting a big corporate who doesn't understand or who can't service the groups that are going to be there. I would prefer sponsors to be, okay, if it's a service provider, who can provide services for those people who realize, okay, you know, I might need SEO help as opposed to me trying to get, you know, read this article and do it myself because I've been failing doing that. Like those companies who can provide services for people, like those are target sponsors as opposed to just let me get anybody who'll throw money my way.
0: So they get to share their voice as well as their money. So yes. It's more th- it's there's more goodness in that for them than just passing the money along.
4: Right, it's essentially like passing the torch, yeah. Right. So all of the people like we've had um Turnstone I think sponsored in San Francisco but they provide um, furniture or different resources like for people in smaller offices things like that who are yeah. startups so it's only going to be people who I think can be useful for that group I don't necessarily need everybody spreading their message there which is probably part of the problem also because I'm being a sponsor snob <laughs> yeah.
1: so you're being well you have to be kind of selective because I mean, yeah. you, you have to serve the audience the best way you can otherwise no one's going to come
4: right so I want them to be able to I mean there's a section of it where all the companies who sponsor can demo like essentially show whatever they have sure so um so that all those people who so so they'll have more than one opportunity to reach these people. It's not just going to be oh here's a banner with our name on it. Like no, show them what you do so that they can come give so some money. So they get
1: booth, they get to speak. I mean, they, they get a whole bunch of. Uh, is there packages they buy? Or? Yeah,
4: they. I mean, there there are packages where they can either, you know, they can be a title sponsor. They can be to cover the the whole thing, even though it's not that much. Um, they can sponsor the after mixer where everyone gets to be in the room with the sponsors and and talk about that. Um, during a break. You know, they can have, um, they can sponsor just the food f- for lunch or something like that. And that room be dedicated to those people coming in there, interacting, seeing what those products are, because there are breaks essentially for people to go and look at all the demos. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's more so. There's more a bunch than different just ways on. they
1: can get involved. Mm-hmm. It's not just one way, so they can mm-hmm. figure out the way that suits best them, right? Mm-hmm. So, h- how does a typical conference? proceed is it you know just an evening is it you know because you mentioned lunch like how does a day progress
4: oh it's all day on saturday so people come in for breakfast around 8 30 it starts at nine i'm not a fan of people talking forever so people have 20 minutes i don't i don't necessarily like powerpoint i know some people love it and that's fine but i get to see the powerpoint ahead of time to make sure it's not boring and that we're not just talking so at you people. are the gatekeeper Yes, I do not. I don't want anyone falling asleep. Um, I want it to be interactive so people are having conversations. So they speak 20 minutes and then there's 10 minutes of Q&A. And then there's like a break so that people can do something. So either they go see a demo or we have one of the sponsors who have product like get up and discuss something for like 10 minutes before the next speaker comes up. Um, And then I might do something a little different. Like normally they have just speakers, but we might have breakout sessions so that... Each group can have the opportunity to talk amongst themselves because I just don't like people sitting there and just looking forward the whole day. So we'll try and figure out a way to break up the monotony of it.
1: You got to keep it, well, especially if it's an all day thing, you got to keep it as fresh as possible the whole time. So that's Mm got to be quite a challenge for you.
4: No, no, Uh, mm -mm. (laughs) no. I'm very, you know, I'll figure out a way because I just think about it. Like if it was me sitting there, I'm going to get up and leave if I have to sit there and just listen to people talk all day. It's just not going to be fun.
1: So is it free for people to come? No. No. Um, no, 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 um, no, no. How it, much is the ticket?
4: 99
1: bucks. 99 bucks? It's mm-hmm. but For a whole day, you, and I get breakfast, lunch, and dinner? That's not bad Well, at you all. get
4: like coffee, stuff like that. You get lunch. And then as a conference participant, you get to go to the mixer and drink. Now, the general public can come to the mixer, but they have to pay. But everybody who goes to the conference can just go hang out with Wait, the speakers. So are the drinks free in the mixer? I believe in open bar. I'm, we're going to figure that out, though. <laughs> Or at least a few drink tickets. That is who um, goes to a conference. That's a day worth the price. of <laughs> <admission>. <laughs> right. Is
1: Radio
2: X going to sponsor the open bar?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm writing that down. Sponsor open bar. I have to get with them on top. Right. Right.
4: And then I'll have to see if Uber will sponsor. How about that? Uber can you come and home. take everybody home. Yeah. There you I, go. I was about to say that. You need to partner with Uber. Exactly. Well, and that's
1: a great startup too. So I, I think you know the biggest thing for you is just making the connections and making sure that you get people that agree with your mission, mm-hmm. right, and that are willing to help. And, and I think that you know you find in Atlanta people don't want to talk about their failures but people always want to help here. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I found in the business community here is that you just make the connections and
3: they, they, how can they not help? I mean, they, right. they, 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 they've been there, right. right? Is it hard getting people to talk? Because I know you said you know that's part of...
4: No, it's not hard to get the individual entrepreneurs to talk. I mean, I guess I might be a little... Maybe they'll talk to me because I'm slightly aggressive so I'm going to mm-hmm. pull them to the corner. Hey, let's talk about... I'm, I'm sure you've <laughs> lost some money somewhere. Um, and so people have shared their stories with me easily. Every time I ask them to speak, it's not that hard. It's just... If I go to older, more established entrepreneurs, they don't necessarily tell the story. So if I get – it depends on the age range or the generation or, like, if they were here this whole time. Like, one of the things I wanted some investors to come talk, but – the thing that's interesting is Atlanta investors like Rob Frowein, who raised the sixty two million, only raised about two in in Atlanta because Atlanta investors aren't used to investing in technology companies, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all real estate. Right. Exactly. Real estate. <laughs> the worst always. they know is a seventy
1: percent loss, right. not a hundred percent loss. Exactly.
4: Right? So they don't I mean, I think that they they're starting to they have Atlanta technology angels, they have groups that invest in technology, but they invest in a certain kind of technology or a certain kind of thing and it's not necessarily um the technology that is starting to, that's emerging in Atlanta right now. So those people are having a hard time. Those startups are having a hard time getting money here and they have to go other places. Mm-hmm. So I, wanted, I want someone to come um, and that's probably the hardest one to find a speaker, an investor who's going to come talk about, unless I get them from somewhere else because the investors here are used to failing in real estate or failing right. in something else and they're not necessarily used to doing how,
1: it. How hard is it to import an investor? <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I mean, I think it, it's hard just because What's the benefit to them coming unless they're trying to, you know, break into the Atlanta market or sure. figure out? They're like, well, why do yeah. I need to come down there and you talk gotta about find
1: it? Need for it, right?
4: Yeah, um, I, I, I try and find win-win situations. So if it's people who I know are trying to get involved in Atlanta or are interested in companies down here or something, then I can, you know, sell that all day. Well, you know what? Sure. I'm going to get these people and get you in the room with some folks, and it'll be beneficial for you for you to come down here. But if they're not looking here. Then it's hard for it's hard to get, them. but I'll find somebody.
2: So <laughs> how yeah. many uh, how many speaker slots are left?
4: Um, probably like two or three.
2: Okay. When is the next? Uh,
1: April
4: tw- April twenty sixth. <laughs>
1: April twenty sixth. So this is coming up, huh?
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> you still have time though to find those few speakers. I too. do. Mm-hmm.
4: I have a couple who are. Um, they they said yes, but I'm just waiting to confirm <laughs> what they're going to talk about and then You're waiting to
1: approve the script yeah
4: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then um i still want because i'm looking for to cover the whole spectrum like i have you know a couple other i mean i need someone for marketing because everybody does it like that's the thing about what um hop and top said there's a it's, it's an interesting thing regarding seo and marketing because because all of these people all of a sudden want to act like they're experts in it but they're really just giving people plug and play things and they don't understand the human aspect of marketing
3: everybody thinks that they can do marketing you right. know I'm a marketing and professional not. and it's not the case you have to it's different you know you really have to listen mm-hmm. to people and truly engage with them and be empathetic. You can't just gloss over the surface. You really mm-hmm. have to get inside someone and their business and their mind and understand where they're coming from. It's mutually beneficial. And a lot of people don't get there. Right. right.
1: Otherwise you're just putting a band aid on exactly. a broken artery. Right. Right? Exactly. I mean, it's not going to do anything. Exactly. You know, that's you're a just great solving anyway. the symptom and they're bleeding out internally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you mm-hmm. exactly. you got to get in there, figure out what needs to be fixed. And you know, you, you, you solve that problem for them. And I think right. that's something that you're doing and something that Hop and Top's doing. I think that, You know, we've got a lot of good stuff coming around. So where can people go to learn more about you, learn more about how to get involved with FailCon, and uh, get on the same page with talking about failure?
4: Okay. Um, So FailCon's on Twitter, FailCon, at FailCon or at FailCon Atlanta. If you do at FailCon Atlanta, I'll get it directly. Um, There's an Eventbrite page where I post all the speakers and the FailCon Atlanta website, which is www.atlanta.thefailcon.com. If you wanna email me and you wanna volunteer or you wanna throw some money or you wanna be involved as a sponsor, you can email amber at atlanta.thefailcon.com. And yeah, just come out, it'll be fun. Buy some tickets, buy some tickets, buy some tickets for your friends.
1: (laughs) It sounds like a great educational experience. I mean, you're gonna learn things that you really can't learn anywhere else. And and hey, guess what? Learn from their mistakes. So so you, don't <laughs> you don't have make to the repeat same one, them. Right. Yeah,
4: you don't have to repeat them. So, I mean, that's the point to the conference. I think it'll be great. I think that it'll all end up working out in the end. We'll get all the speakers we need, and people can walk away with right. actual th- things that they can use, as opposed sure. to just being inspired. I mean, all of the people who failed but who are speaking at the conference are successes now. You know what I mean? So failure doesn't have to be a bad word because everyone's going to do it. It's not like, oh, I don't want to fail. That's unrealistic. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. So what's the best way I can learn from it? Yeah, you're And that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm.
1: So one more time, the best way they can get in touch with you.
4: Okay, Amber at the fail – oh, I'm lying. One more time, take two. Amber at Atlanta.thefailcon, T-H-E-F-A-I. I-L-C-O-N dot com.
1: All right. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. How about you hang around with us? We do our last guest. Sure. Thank you. All right. And bringing it home for us, bat and cleanup, is Robin <laughs> Cobb with St. Baldrick's. How are you doing today?
0: Very well. Thank you.
1: Good. So tell me a little bit about St. Baldrick's.
0: St. Baldrick's is an organization that um, funds chil- childhood research for childhood cancer. They're actually the number one provider of research other than the government.
1: So wow that's that's pretty heavy. That's a bit that's a that's, that's awesome. a big stat, yeah.
0: It is um heavy but the thing that's really cool about them is they do it because they have a heart for it. It's not that they're out for the research part. They're actually out because they have a heart for it. And um it started just with an office party, which is kinda hilarious. Um one of the guys they were having an office party and one of the leaders said, Hey, you guys need to give back he challenged those guys to give back and the other guy had a big, thick head of hair, and he said, "Um, why don't we shave heads to support childhood cancer? Because, you know, these kids lose their hair. Yeah, sure. And so they did. They had a, a bunch of, sh- they shaved their heads. They had people sponsor that. And next thing you know, it's evolved into a, a real charity since then.
1: And how long ago was this, this uh, head shaving extravaganza?
0: I was afraid you were going to ask that. No, 2000. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Back in 2000. 2000,
1: so this has been going on strong for 14 years.
0: It has. It has.
1: And uh, so h- how has the growth progressed from, from just you know a, uh, a late night party where they said, hey, you know, let's shave our heads for cancer, which is extremely noble. How has it transformed into the, one of the leading research foundations for childhood cancer? I mean, that's a, that's a, even in 14 years, that's impressive.
0: It, it's tremendous. They've raised over $3 million. Um, wow. What you find is that people care about um actually sometimes things will tug at folks heart and when it tugs at their heart then they'll get involved sure Mm -hmm. it makes sense for people to shave their heads because it's also a demonstration Mm -hmm. that they're supporting and they're behind supporting it it's a movement yeah yeah well so what happens is these guys get teams um and they raise funds and if they raise x amount of money then they'll shave their heads and um then they have these big shave their head parties, uh, usually at a place where um, there's a little bit of a party afterwards because it's a celebration. Sure. Um, and folks will come and hang out, and laugh at their friends getting their head shaved.
1: That's so cool. So what, what kind of people do people, do you sponsor to have their head shaved? What kind of, what's, the, what's the demographic for people who actually say, hey, I want people to pay me to shave my head?
0: So it's crazy. It's crazy. So um, one of the things that I learned is that it's not just men. So there will be teams of men. Um, there are women who will do it um there are children who will do it whose sister and brother have had cancer there's a little girl this year that i met recently who um is going to shave her head so that she can match her brother Aww. Um,
3: Aww.
0: it's really sweet oh, I'd cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's hard to, it's hard <laughs> i have another friend who i would encourage you to support her because she says if they raise the money that they've set the goal for that she will shave a mohawk into her head mm-hmm. and nice. put it green yeah. in it <laughs> um, but for a week but I would love to see her with a green mohawk I right. you know
2: it's a really cool party a mustachio basho yeah yeah if people even wear fake mustaches oh, yeah. shave your head and have a mustache yeah a that would be really party. cool yeah. mm-hmm. with <laughs> ideas to get rid of the hair I, know, um, I know. Um, <laughs>
0: it's funny because I have another friend who's completely bald he shaves his head but he's yeah. going to get involved and um, he's asking people to support him you know to help him raise money But Sounds we're all teasing good. him About what's he going to shave so You can and run
1: out of ad space Get a little like Exactly uh, right. on his head. Right. So
0: Fantastic in these, in these 14 years Have you shaved your head? I have not okay. I You're, just got involved with oh. them I was going to ask When did you get involved? Mm-hmm. So it's a crazy story So I have an Irish friend That I see almost every day At this coffee shop it Initially started Because I loved her accent her, and her right. husband's accent. She liked mine, which is crazy. But um <laughs> we become friends over the years and then there's a table of men that hang out every morning at this bagel shop and so one morning one of these goofballs was um asking her about getting his hair cut. And I was like, "What's up with that?" And then another man was like getting his hair cut and I'm like cuz I've just known her for about a year. So they left cuz she's a medical technician and I'm like, "What's up with these wackadoodles asking you about you know cutting their hair don't they know and she goes actually and she started to tell me about saint baldrick's and so it tugged at my heart a little bit so i wanted to learn more i'm actually trained i'm a trained marketer but i'm trained in word of mouth so i've studied the seven drivers of word of mouth uh you know i felt like i could help her i've been look- sure. been looking for opportunities to use my skills for goodness, not just business things. Mm-hmm. So um, we started talking, and it tugged at my heart big time. Although I'm not shaving my head this year, um, I am in full support of it. I'm going to go down and help them volunteer. Help volunteer. You're going to sharpen your shears? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> my green paint.
1: There you go. So what did you do before you got involved with Saint Paul's?
0: Um I was worked in social media. Social media. Um, I'm a, I've evolved in over the years as a word of mouth marketer. I work for an agency. Right now I'm working on a project with Charbroil to help them build their strategy and things like that. So um, marketer at heart, but just more of a seeking a mission to really help. Beyond just no, so this cause, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. So
1: mm-hmm. you found Saint Baldrick's and then how did you? What was your next study So you saw them shaving their heads. How did you get? I haven't seen
0: there? them shaving their heads. I just started this year.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay so you just started. Yeah. So um, where do people? Where does this event take place?
0: So it's at Mians this year. There's several across the um, city. The first one is on Saturday. Um, from twelve to four. This coming Saturday. It is. It is, which is kind of exciting to me. They've already raised almost fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Um, Means is trying to raise. Means organization is goal is to raise a hundred thousand. This year they raised close to like fifty. They've raised um, over the years. They've gotten to that. Their a goal this year is to to raise that. The cool thing though is I would encourage folks to if you don't want to shave your head. There's lots of opportunities to be involved. So you can donate. You can volunteer. The other thing that people miss is that you could just share it across your social graph. So you could just share the link to that. You could one of the big things in word of mouth marketing is you need to equip people with things to talk mm-hmm. about and things that they're interested in. So it's really just that simple.
1: Well, yeah, and I'm sure the uh, hop and top will agree. The best kind of publicity you can get is someone else talking about your site on their site, right?
3: Absolutely, right. It, it shows clout. It shows that you know you have someone you know sticking up for you in a sense. Um, I've always been a a fan of of word-of-mouth marketing. Um, You know, it takes it down to— It's just evolved in a different medium now. Well, people
0: will buy and donate based on what somebody says online, even a stranger, over what the brand says, which is crazy. But the other part about the word-of-mouth marketing is that you want them to talk about it offline too. Right. Um, But a lot of folks don't realize there's a science to it, things like that.
1: I, I believe it. I, I know I know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about some of the things that you are currently doing with St. Baldwin.
0: Um St. Baldrick's. Oh,
1: I'm sorry, St. Baldrick's. That's
0: okay. They would kill me if I didn't get it right. <laughs> um, I've been working with Susie Ruddle to help broaden the reach um, in terms of not just the event, but in getting folks excited and thinking about um, what they can do to be a part of it. She is really doing all the heavy lifting. I'm just helping her from a marketing and a... Um, I'm actually supporting her and telling some of the stories with some of the kids. So at the event, I'm going to meet with some of these kids and then help write their story and share it via my blog. I have a pretty good um, following on my blog sure. and SEO. Thank heavens, but I might want to <laughs> chat with you guys about <laughs> that. Um, but helping her really just broaden the reach um, between, you know, everybody has a social graph, and you can use that to share. I have a, a fairly decent, but I can help her really get a plan to help spread that word and to get people involved.
1: So you mentioned that there are other ways than shaving my head I can get involved. I'm definitely interested in the second part. So (laughs) how do I get involved without shaving my head?
0: Well, I mean, there's lots of opportunities. So you could show up to Mian's on um, Saturday. Saturday. And you could volunteer. You could donate. Um, the great thing about them is that if you just give $10, they're excited. So they're right. not an organization that's harassing you to give, 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 because it adds up. So, you know, if you have 100,000 people give $1, then. 100,000
1: bucks right exactly, there. Exactly.
0: You have 100 people give a dollar. So it's every bit of that goes to funding the research. And so it's really neat. You can volunteer. You can donate. You could actually just share it on your Facebook page.
2: And, and it's, it's all the mehans?
0: It is all the mehans. Um, if you go to, actually, I had the the link. If you go to org forward slash mehans, you can see all of the events. Um, it's this Saturday, next Saturday, and there's a few others. Um, Susie is actually one of the big organizers for the one at the one in Sandy Springs. Okay.
1: What other events does Saint Baldric's do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost messed that up again. Saint Baldrick's do besides the shaving of me hands. Is there anything else to kind of to to get? Um, funding.
0: They do it all over the country, so it's not just oh, here. Oh, so
1: they actually move, do this all over. Correct. This isn't just an Atlanta thing.
0: Right. This is just the Atlanta Branch. tribe, if you will. <laughs> um, but, yeah, exactly. They do it all over the country, I think all over the world as well. If you go to org, you can get a lot more information. But it's one of the things that's really moved me is that the, the folks that get involved are doing it because it's part of their heart, whether they're – Regardless, so you talk to folks and they're, you know, oh, that touches me. I want to be involved in that. Sure. I've been moved by the children. Who want to shave their heads because they have a friend or a sister or a brother who's lost their hair like like you said amber i've been ca- crying everybody. oh it's it's hard it's hard the reason susie didn't come with me today is because she was worried that she would burst into tears mm-hmm. i'm not sure why she thought i wouldn't but anyway <laughs> i'm here carrying the flag
1: well i mean children's cancer it's a terrible thing and i think a lot of people you know it's easy to get behind and it's it's, it's like you said it's an emotional thing and and, and you know, the best way to get to people is, you know, through their hearts and their stomachs. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, right. the heart's definitely the best way to go with that. Um,
0: well, you know, more children in the U S lose their life to cancer than any other wow. disease. Ontario. Yeah. That's terrible. It is terrible. But the other thing is this research has done a lot to help kids get into remission. It's actually helped, you know, spark ideas. It's helped tap into to folks to extend their wisdom and to help them make good decisions and help broaden the research, so it's not just about right. telling the story. It's like, how do we broaden right. the research and the things? And from
1: like that. more an esoteric point of view, I mean, it's more of like a mental health thing. You know, you see people supporting you, and it's a better positive outlook, and absolutely. you have that, that hope. And that, I think that that's more healing than anything.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You have the positive
1: energy around you right. definitely right. helps. Exactly. So, moving forward, what do you see in the future for Baldwin Baldricks? I keep, man, I keep doing that. Future for Baldrick's.
0: So. The only way you can make that up to us is to show up Saturday and oh, shave yeah. your head. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh
2: Hop boy. and Top will help us get your
0: website. Oh, man. Um,
2: this is very true.
1: <laughs> I'm at the end of the gun on that one. I'm getting married in May. I don't know if I can shave my head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
4: not a good excuse. We'll get you a wig. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you are like a rock star. Um, me, you have me to know different. how the head is shaped because I, my head is shaped like E.T., so there's no shaving of uh, the <laughs> head. Look, here's the other thing.
1: You can That's... shave my head. There you go. <laughs> All
4: right. They're, they're
0: actually working on having some celebrity barbers, and I'm not at length to say, but they have some celebrity, sports celebrities, and other cool. folks coming oh, wow. down to shave their heads on Saturday who've actually been working to raise funds as well, but... um you can. Act, let me just say this. Sure. You don't have to shave your head. So right. we have right. folks oh, who show up right. and will no, shave yeah. their goatee. They will shave not their back, which is some of their wives hope that they will <laughs> do. <laughs> That's but, um, but they'll shave other things. Um, but to get, I'm, what I'm going to do going forward is that I'm going to work with Susie and her team to build a strategy so that we can start the day after planning the opportunity to get people involved, to broaden the reach and the awareness. This The great thing about the story is it kind of tells itself. Mm-hmm. And so she just needs kind of a a steering committee, if you will, to help tell that story. And if folks don't want to be involved and they don't want to be a part of it, that's okay. But we don't want to harass them mm-hmm. to get involved.
1: But if you want to get involved, I mean, definitely there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Absolutely. I mean, and, you, and you'll take any, I mean, any help you can get is good help. Exactly. Um, so, that's what I love about them. Is right.
0: That, you know, it's, it's even, grateful. Oh, it's, it's, they are grateful. And what's wonderful is that when you share that story, they might know somebody and there's powerful
1: right and there's nothing worse than trying to help somebody out and then they just keep asking for more and not being satisfied with what you you are able to do for them so it's refreshing from you know a, a personal standpoint to be able to you know get in, involved with saint baldrick's and and, and know that it's going to be whatever i do is going to be appreciated
0: exactly they're not going to call you on the phone the week after and ask <laughs> you how much more you can give
1: yeah. we can put you on a on a on a plan so you can give certain exactly oh those calls man
0: yeah mm. they'll knock at you. they won't knock at your front right. door like that's some other awesome. companies around here.
1: Right. Absolutely. So, um, this Saturday, any Meehans in Atlanta?
0: No, this Saturday at Sandy Springs.
1: At Sandy Springs, okay. Right,
0: and that's the one we're pu- we're pushing. That's the one we're that's the one you're, 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 touting. Right. Um, the others are the following Saturdays. If you go to the website, which is org forward slash means, then you can get... The other locations. They also have a Facebook page. Sure. A hundred thousand dollars for Means because Means is trying to be up front to say, "Hey, we want to raise this amount of money."
1: And how many Saturdays is this going for?
0: Um, there's four Means, and so it, I'm not sure that they're going to do it for back
1: to back weeks, mm-hmm.
0: or if they're going to do other day events.
1: So go to org. forward
0: slash Means
1: forward slash hands.
0: or just come down Saturday and okay. find out when the other ones are. Um, Go out to the to their Facebook page. It's a hundred thousand dollars for men's. Sure. And you can find all the events.
1: I'm I'm going to check it out. I know I've been I've been tweeting out to you guys all, all morning. So I'll be I'll be following up with you guys and, and figuring out how I can get involved in maybe Business Radio X too.
0: We would appreciate that. Thank you.
1: No problem. Well, it's been a wonderful show. Thanks for all coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We hope to see you next time on Midtown Business Radio.